Hi there, my name is Eli, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast, hosted by my big bro, Nate Burdeen, where he speaks about the now generation, Jesus, and everything in between. Enjoy the show, and thanks for watching. Hey there, and welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast, episode 41. It's Friday, this episode drops late friday i think early saturday morning actually but hey thank you for listening and and checking out the episodes and listening to the podcast it really truly does mean the world to me Um, it's been actually been so much fun to record and get into the episodes and i've been thinking about what's the vision of this podcast what's the goal Uh, i put out the first episode last year in september august and now we are in june and i'm thinking and rethinking constantly trying to think what's the vision for this podcast what's the plan for this podcast what does the lord want to see in this podcast and as i think about that this is what i think about i think he truly wants me to get away from all the um not the fun topics but just get into the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about and what we're going to talk about today. And and today we're going to talk about a lead by young leader idea of death by analysis. What I mean by that is when we analyze and, and plan, we, we, we forget the do part. Or I think about when we pray, not saying that we can waste prayer because I really don't believe that we can waste prayer. Right? I don't think our prayers are wasted when we when we when we offer them to God. But I do think that we can kill ourselves and kill our momentum and kill our plans by constantly planning. Like we all you know, we all have that friend that plans and plans and plans and does and does and does. And before you know it, you're like, what are we even doing anymore? Like, what's the actual plan? And, and we forget the do part. Because for a plan to actually be succeeded, someone has to do it. Someone has to put it into action. Someone has to make it happen. And, and I believe that's us. I believe that's us. But at least so often, we have death by analysis. When we plan, 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 we forget to do, do, do. So we're going to get into that topic today of death by analysis. But hey, if you could, please check out this ad. Um, it's actually a new ad. It is a new ad. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for checking out the show. And we'll get back into it in a couple seconds. Well, young leader. He was 11.1 says this. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Matthew 21.22 says, whatever you ask, 
the prayer you will receive if you have faith. See, what I think about is how we constantly plan, but we don't do in faith. Now, I'm not saying go into things all willy-nilly because I don't think that's a heart either. But what I'm saying is we have to be people who do things. And I call it death by analysis. Some people call it death by meeting. Some call it analysis paralysis. Whatever we call it, we all can believe in this. And we, we can all agree on this one idea. We as believers, we as humans are so anxious. One, because the world that we live in. But two, because of who we are as people. Who we are as people. And what does that mean? Truly what I believe that means is that we don't know what we're doing, and that's okay, but we have faith and trust that God knows what he is doing. We all have this friend, right? We all have this friend who constantly is, is just planning and let's do this. And actually, I liken it to the, the Office episode. And yes, I watched The Office, so you can judge me and call me a dirty sinner all you want, whatever. But the office episode with Jim and Michael and they're sitting in the conference room and Jim and Michael have to make some type of plan about who, who who's going to get the raises, who's going to get the money. Right. And Michael's like, OK, let's just do it. Like, let's just let's just give it to the salesman or give it to this. And, and Jim sits down and says, let's make a pros and cons list. And Michael's like, cool. OK, cool. Like it. The first time he's like, cool. Like it, let's make a pros and cons list. And then they get in a beef, people start beefing, they do use baked beans, whatever. They do it again, and Jim says, let's make a pros and cons. And before he can even finish it, Michaels goes, oh, you want to make another dumb pros and cons list? And he says, I'm the only one doing anything. And it goes on, and basically Michael's like, okay, I'm tired of the pros and cons list. I, we just need a decision. We need a decision now. And something has to be figured out. Isn't that crazy? Right? I know it's just an office episode, but that's who we are. We sit down and God has, says, go do. And you're like, I don't know. I need a plan first. God is God is a wise God. He's gonna make sure you're he's gonna make sure you're kinda ready to go. But if he sends you and you're not ready, that's just sometimes how our God works. He works in mysterious ways, or as preachers and sneakers would say, he works in mysterious colorways. But that being said, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Death by analysis. God has made you to be great. God has not made you to be good. God has made you to be great. Actually, if you want to just use his terminology, he says that we are very good. So I can argue that God has made us to be very good. Not okay, not average, not all right, but very good. And I believe when we are very good, it's when we have faith in the things that are not seen, the conviction things that are seen that means things that are not seen literally are like well we gotta do something about it 
I believe God does want us to do something about it. What he wants us to do is have faith in the things that are not seen. We sit down and we make these lists and we make these things and we say, I don't know if he's ready to send me yet. And I don't know. And I don't know. And God's saying go. And we're saying, I don't know. Wait, let's listen more. Let's do more. They become great listeners. And then I believe once we become great listeners, then we can become great doers. People who do. People who don't have death by analysis, but actually who are winning and striving and doing and what the Lord has called us to do. Man, do you know how faith is confidence? It's confidence. Another translation says we hope for an insurance about what we do not see. I think why analysis kills us today is because in our world there's instant gratification all of the time. I mean, we can get anything we want all the time. I can get my iced latte in about five minutes. I can order anything online. Like, I can do whatever I want any and all the time. I can get it instantly. We try to brush our teeth as fast as we can. We try to run as fast as we can. We try to get out of the gym as fast as we can. Why? Because our attention spans are small. And we are people who like instant gratification. So why would a, a generation that wants instant gratification actually run towards the idea of analysis, of paralysis? Well, the thing about instant gratification I think about, especially in this society today, in our society today, is that instant gratification is sometimes mostly given to us by someone else's doing and someone else's works. But since we are our biggest critics and we do not have faith in ourselves, we begin to analyze, we begin to plan more, we begin to say, I don't know if it'll work. And we begin to not trust what God has done because we analyze and paralyze ourselves. It's true. You can look at uh, all the people you know that analyze themselves. They, they don't trust themselves. There's actually people who have voices in their head that literally say, you can't do this and you can't do this well. But God's never said that about us. He's never said that about us. He says that we can do this well and that we will win because he says that we will. That's his reasoning. We will win because he says so. To me, that's the most fire reasoning for anything ever. You'll do great things. Why? Because I say so. Because I say so. Because I know so. So how do we escape death by analysis? How do we do this? Honestly, super simple. Do. Really do man I have a I have a bunch of high school guys in my life you guys know this I have a bunch of high school guys in my life and we've actually been uh, talking a little bit we've actually butt heads a lot lately and um, but there's one thing that I've known they do what I do right like they they do the things that I do some of them talk the way I talk some of them uh, try to dress the way I dress like some of them are, try to be me. 
right? When we become doers, and this is the Youth of the Nation podcast, and actually a big part of that is I want to get back to those roots. When we're talking to youth, they're going to do what we do. And they're they're in a generation where not only is there instant gratification, but there's also instant humiliation. Instant instant critique. We're constantly being, being critiqued all the time. So people don't want to put anything out. And even though he has this great snippet in his podcast where he talks about where sometimes he doesn't put out music because he just doesn't want to. And he analyzes, analyzes, analyzes. I believe that can lead to death by analysis because he could have blessed us with great music. But what happened is he didn't. Why? Not because he didn't want to, but because some of it um, in the podcast, I can't remember how exactly how they worded this, but some of this led to this overanalyzation of the things that he had done and the music that he had recorded. And that led to music like getting put out and he's put out a, like a 23 song album that has podcasts in it too. Like we got to believe this. We got to believe this. We got to trust in this, that God does. Right. And he says, man, I was always scared because my, my, my livelihood is in this. Right. And in youth ministry, we're also going to get scared because our livelihood is in this. Right. Like this is what we do for work. This is how we feed the family. This is how we pay the bills. But also, let's not forget that we get to have an eternal impact when we do more and have faith in God. Always pray. Always pray. And also, I believe it is wise to pray before we start doing things. But also, always, always have faith and insurance in the things that we do not see. Death by analysis. We're just scared of something that hasn't even happened yet. But what this scripture says is that faith in things that we have seen God do, but also things that we have not seen yet. That's what it says. So what are we going to do? Are we going to be, still be a generation that overanalyzes them, themselves? Are we going to be a generation that says, you know what? I am great. I do have power. I am made by God. Let's be those kind of people. Let's be people who analyze well. But also people who change the world by loving people well and caring for people in the same manner that God cares for people. Right? And not overanalyzing, not critiquing everything. The game thing. Was, was the gospel shared? Let's start there. Let's start with the gospel. Have faith that God's going to share, no matter how crappy your service is, God's still going to share his message. Let's get rid of the analysis paralysis and the death over analysis. Let's focus on doing what God has called us to do. Having faith that he will do what he has told us what we will do. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for checking out the podcast. We'll see you next week, Friday, for a new episode of the Youth of the Nation podcast. Peace.